Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen. If you would like to support God TV Radio, you can support us by buying our music, our art, our t-shirts, as well as our books. You can also support us with a one-time donation through PayPal. All links are in the description. If you have access to Spotify, you can listen to my radio station in your car, on your stereo, on your computer, anything that has internet access. God bless. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen from God TV Radio. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Let me share some news with you, and then we're going to get into my testimony. Yay! So, I, um, as many of you know, I've been working with the whole radio station thing, and for a while there, I was limited to only being heard <clears throat> in America. But I, uh, Ended up connecting a bunch of different things, and apparently now, according to my crew, my audio and my radio will be heard all over the world, international. And because of this, I ended up contacting um, some Christians out there and asking them, especially the ones who are into preaching and have their own ministry out there, if they would be interested in allowing me to put audio of some of their sermons as well as uh, some of their really good audio from some of their videos up on the radio so they can be heard. Because I think some of these people out here have a really, really good message uh, of Jesus Christ and why people should be Christians. So those folks are going to be heard as well as myself. So I'm pretty excited about that couple of the people you may notice on the radio uh, who are getting a lot of hits and a lot of views are Kent Hovind as well as Matt Powell. Um, you'll notice whenever you go to the link in the description, some of the other folks who are showing up on my radio station and all that. And of course, anybody I put up on the radio, I'm going to promote your YouTube channel and what you do and all that kind of stuff. I, uh, I'm also really excited too because... My uh, radio material, every time I post anything, a new stream, it goes everywhere all over the internet. So since there's like 50 different companies out there from Amazon to iTunes to Spotify to all the Amazon Music, all these popular companies and organizations, my music is literally accessible everywhere. And it puts it all over the search engines. I'm literally drilling down all my um, all the people out there who like to make mean videos. I've blown them out of the water. They're they're like found on like the tenth or twentieth page because they got buried under all my streams and all that. Yes, yes, folks. Besides doing extremely awesome radio stuff. Uh, it was my plan also to um, bury the haters and the evil people uh, who have tried to um, take over the search engines and dominate Google uh, with their rhetoric that they have towards me. Now they can't. I have taken over, uh, of course, with the awesomeness of God. Yes. Good stuff. 
All right, so I got an email from some people, and they said, Brett, we'd like to hear your testimony, and I thought I put a testimony up. I know that I did it a couple of years ago, but I can't find the video where I did my original testimony, and now that I'm doing videos that are in 1080, I felt like it would be a good idea to share some of the reasons why it is that I got away from atheism and ended up becoming... Uh, a Christian. Okay, so I think it should start out like this to give a little bit of my history. Whenever I was a child, my mother used to take me to church. She got sick pretty early on from the point that I was doing this. Uh, because my mother's sickness, we ended up getting very poor. We ended up in shelters. I myself ended up in foster care a lot. Whenever I would go into foster homes, I was introduced by a lot of different denominations of Christianity. I noticed a lot of these foster homes enjoyed the Baptist, the Pentecostal religions. I even stayed with some Jehovah Witnesses for a little bit. Um, I've been around Catholics. Uh, I was introduced to a lot of stuff, but I was just a kid. However, I always found the concept of God really interesting. Um, my father ends up leaving my mother at a very early age. I ended up living through a tragedy of seeing my grandmother slowly die from cancer. Um, my parents, my father, who is named after me, Brett Keen, um, there was a lot of violence in the home from my mother attacking my father and my father also attacking my mother. A lot of domestic problems between my father and my mother. And I got to see that. I got to live through that and grow up with this kind of uh, crap. And then eventually my father would leave at around, I'd say between 12 and 13 years old, which was also around the same time I suffered the tragedy of seeing my grandmother pass away. My grandmother believed in God, my grandfather believed in God, but after my grandmother passed away, it seemed like, and because of all the foster care, I seemed to be ripped away from my family. And I wasn't seeing, I wasn't getting any influence of Christianity at this point, uh, except for if a foster parent decided to force me or make me go to church. Well... Due to these losses, I still held on to the concept of God for a while, but at around, I'd say, 16 or 17 years old, I had a really, really good friend that I grew up with. Um, I got to see him every once in a while because when you're in foster care or placement, it's hard to communicate with any of your old friends or anything like that. All I know is whenever I was a baby, I literally, when he was a baby, we grew up together. We were like brothers. We were just indistinct, indistinguishable, or whatever the word would be on that. Inseparable, maybe, is the word. I'm a little tired, folks. Well, between 16 and 17 years old, he uh, ended up getting a girl pregnant. And him and this girl are on the way to school. 
someone decided they wanted to drink and drive, my best friend in the whole wide world, the person I was most closest with, ended up getting killed in a car accident. So, this started me down a road of um, having anger towards God. I couldn't imagine why a good God would take away one of the only people I had in my life that actually supported me, loved me, that I loved and supported and cared about. He was like a big brother to me. He would give me advice, stay away from drugs, stay away from bad things. And then it turns out the irony is it's a drunk driver, an alcoholic who ends up killing my friend. So also because of that, I made a decision in my life because I swore to him before he died that I would take his advice and never get into drugs and um, massive drinking. Throughout my entire life, I've had a drink here and there, but I never really enjoyed the taste of it. I never enjoyed or liked it. I'm not one of these type of people who it actually upsets me with the idea of trying to get myself um, drunk. So I kind of, I pretty much, I don't do marijuana. I don't do weed. I don't do any kind of gateway drugs, nor the more serious stuff. And for some reason, I noticed a lot of atheists over the years, um, even whenever I was a non-believer, what's your thoughts on drugs, Brett? What's your thoughts on drugs? And a lot of them got really angry at me because I said, I'm not into it. That's not my thing. It's not that I'm in condemnation or in judgment of people who do that with themselves. It's just that, well, drugs and alcohol have caused major problems um, for people I love in my life. Some of them fatal problems. Well, eventually I would end up losing my mother to suicide and then um, about a year after my mother dies, my wife uh, ends up giving birth uh, to our daughter. And our daughter ends up having um, hydrocephalus. And the reason why she got this was from meningitis. And this was pretty much the last straw for me. Any hope that I had in God or any... Um, any desire to hold on to any kind of religious aspect or concept at this point was gone. My wife and I, we spent a lot of time in a children's hospital in St. Louis, and um, we got to see a lot of suffering, a lot of pain, and it was just too much for me. My faith ended up getting shattered at that point. So I found myself in a position where I was a stay-home dad for quite a bit where I would take care of our daughter uh, with her condition, and we were told by doctors that it was most likely she would not survive, and then whenever she got out of the, the critical part of this issue, they said she would most likely end up slow and have a lot of problems. Well, I will, spoiler alert, ladies and gentlemen, my daughter is 19 years old today. She has won awards at school. Uh, she makes A's in her class, and she is considered loved and one of the most intelligent children uh, 
in her classrooms, respected and admired by her teachers. So apparently not always are doctors right about things, but I didn't know that at the time. I didn't know that she was going to survive, and I did not know that she was going to be okay. So back then, that was excruciating for me and my wife to deal with, and I ended up being very angry, very bitter, and also at the same time, I was trying to love my son and give him attention, but I had to spend a lot of my time taking care of her. So... This uh, this was difficult. My son had to kind of grow up a little fast because of these uh, issues. Well, I would uh, get on YouTube eventually. I was spending time listening to people in chat rooms, and then I ended up getting myself into debates with Christians inside of chat rooms. Made some friends, made some enemies. Some people ended up telling me that I had a really good voice. They said, Brett, you should go on to YouTube. Came to YouTube, didn't really like the atmosphere. Most at that time, YouTube had just started. And a lot of people were making cat videos and picnic videos and stupid videos. And I just felt like I don't really have a place here. There's what am I supposed to do with a website that is dedicated to stupid crap? Well, they convinced me to try making a video, and I did. And I made my first video. I didn't even know what an atheist was at this time. Um, All I knew was I had lost hope in God. And I ran into a couple people who claimed to be atheists and agnostic in some of these rooms. And I asked them, what does it mean to be an atheist? And I remember this guy I used to talk to, he said, it means that you don't believe in God. And uh, uh, the agnostic, he explained it as classically, you lack a belief in deities. And I said, well, that sounds like where I'm at. So I guess I'll call myself that. I didn't really care. I just wanted a, a word that described, I guess, what I was feeling or what my thoughts were at the time. And that's where I was in life. So I came to YouTube. I made a video called Science versus Religion. And it was a video where I promoted all the great benefits of science and the medical field. And then, of course, I would disarm religion. And the reason why I was so pissed off at religion, ladies and gentlemen, besides the idea of where's God whenever all this bad shit's happening in my life stuff... But the other problem was, is that Christianity, especially on YouTube, had a lot of videos of guys like Benny Hinn and a bunch of faith healers and these snake salesmen who, there were videos up where they would spit on people, blow on people, hit people with their coat, and supposedly lame people started walking and people were magically healed, Um, but to me, it was nothing more than magic and scams and and con artists who were manipulating people who were sick and issues and then making a spectacle of them on television. So I felt that religion deserved to be punished for this because I had a sick daughter and I felt like it wasn't right for these jerk-offs to do this kind of thing. 
um, you know, play with people's emotions and their hearts. I felt like if somebody did that to me and my daughter wasn't healed, then I would be very aggressive, maybe even violent, um, if I seen something like that. Um, somebody tried to lie to me and then steal money from me in order to pretend as though they're like fixing my child. This caused me a lot of anger and a lot of animosity towards religion, and I literally set myself to an agenda where I wanted to end religion, and I wanted to end lies. I wanted people to know that there was no loving God, that there was nothing worth having hope in, and it was because I was projecting my own anger, my own problems, onto the world. And there wasn't nobody in the background besides my wife who was trying to help me heal from any of this or fix. I didn't have any support from my family, so I was feeling quite alone, stewing in an unbelievable, explosive environment for myself. Every single day... I felt like I was going to have a nervous breakdown. I felt like I was going to break down too many times, too many nights. I cried. I'd hold my daughter and I would just cry. So I made that video on YouTube. I ended up coming back a couple weeks later. And apparently a bunch of people saw my video. Oh, let me turn this down a little bit. Apparently it going over the pop on this and I ended up with over 5,000 subscribers and the video didn't even have me on camera it was just a, a video with like medical pills and medical devices and all that it was like a slideshow and uh, just the title science versus religion and it was just me talking and apparently people thought that I was so good in that video that I ended up amassing over 5,000 subscribers in less than two weeks. Back then, having that many subscribers was a big deal to people. Nowadays, that's nothing. There's people out there who have millions of subscribers. But in the beginning, that was, like, huge. Well... I seen all these people writing comments like, oh, I love you. You're so awesome. You're so great. And I, almost immediately, I became addicted to this idea of all this support because I wasn't getting support in real life. No one was, besides my wife and my kids, were telling me, I love you. I care about you and all this. So I felt like I instantly obtained like a family my own community, my own people. And I thought to myself, the more and more I talked to non-believers and stuff that seemed to relate with me and identify, I almost felt like this was, uh, that they were the, I had this kind of glory image, if I can make this sound right, where I believed that we were the smart people, we were the rational, logical, critical thought, skeptic thinkers who were analyzing everything and wanting the truth in the world and science was the gospel that's pretty much how a lot of us acted that we didn't need religion or a concept of god in order to be moral 
that was the way that was our stance and a lot of atheists were very proper they were very civilized we were actually able to make videos where we could say we're good people we're sophisticated we're smart we're kind we're polite all this kind of stuff and mean it sincerely and we started to get to a point the atheist out there where christians started looking at us and saying wow the non-believers can be moral they can be good people and all that and it started to feel like things were normalizing where Christians and atheists could get along with each other and all that. I remember having a lot of discussions with religious people, and we'd have debates. We would argue about religion, but we would do it in a way where I wasn't going out of my way to offend them. I did make a couple angry videos. I made videos like Jesus Christ is a jerk. Um, and that was straight out of anger because of my daughter having to go back into the hospital again. And I basically vented and I took it out on Jesus and religion. But a lot of Christians already knew where I was coming from that had talked to me. So even though it was upsetting to see me make a video like that, they still forgave me. They said, look, Brett, we get it. You're in a lot of pain. You're depressed. And you don't know what's going to happen one day to the next with your kid. So they understood that. Well, the more popular I got on YouTube, I started to want to help out atheists more. So I made this suggestion that if there's any atheists out there who want me to promote their channels, let me know. Um, boy, that turned out bad. There were some atheists out there I didn't even know about. I only knew of the really cool and nice ones. I didn't realize there were some ignorant-ass ones. There was a guy who ended up making a video that was very homophobic, very racist. He used the N-word many times. He uh, referred to people as F-A-G-S and uh, queers and all that kind of stuff. And he wanted me to mirror his video and promote it, and I said no. I said, atheists should be standing up for people and doing the right thing and also at the same time representing ourselves as respectful and decent people. So this guy went on to making a bunch of videos hating the hell out of me and everything. And he started to get a massive amount of followers who were watching him. And then um, I started noticing more people making videos insulting me because... They claimed I was a liar because I wasn't willing to promote someone who liked to use racism and homophobia. And I couldn't even understand it for the life of me. The guy wasn't a Christian. He was an atheist. Why is he acting like this? Why would he have anything? It's not like he had a, a Bible or some kind of religion indoctrinating him and teaching him to be that way. He just chose to have that kind of hatred towards other people. And when I wouldn't give him what he wanted, he decided to drag me through the mud. Then another neat thing happened. Remember, I'm still at this point in all of this. I had this glory image of atheism. Thinking that we're the smart guys, we're the good people. And then this guy comes on YouTube 
who's a Nazi, a guy wearing a Nazi symbol right on his forehead, even claims to be a Nazi, and starts really disrespecting the hell out of Christians as well as atheists like myself who were trying to be good and polite and respectful and calm in my speaking. He didn't like it. He was a grungy, punk-ass person who just liked... He was the type of person that liked to just dump on everybody. He was hateful. And he decided, for whatever reason, that because I was a big atheist YouTuber, that I needed somebody... That he needed to make an example of atheists who are nice and kick us out of the way. And for whatever reason... A lot of non-believers ended up liking that attitude. They liked the scummy, disgusting approach that this guy was going with. Even though he represented himself as a Nazi, the guy went so far as to selling t-shirts that promoted rape. The guy was selling t-shirts about rape. And he would make fun of people who were raped and violated. And atheists thought that was great. They thought he was funny as hell. Then another atheist comes on the scene. And this guy promotes child pedophilia. While another one ends up coming on the scene and stating that they're attracted to young kids. Publicly gets on video and says that. Well, I hope all of you understand that whenever I became an atheist, I did it because of tragedies and pain in my life. I didn't want to be a part of a Nazi group. I didn't want to be a part of a group that promotes the idea that it's okay to rape people. I didn't want to be a part of a group who thought it was cool to sell rape t-shirts. I didn't want to be a part of a community where they're actually arguing why pedophilia should be allowed and normalized in society. What the hell? Okay. I didn't understand any of that. That's, that's not what I was doing. I lacked a belief in God, and now I was all of a sudden finding myself thrown into a big old pile of garbage with a bunch of trash. And I remember when I would debate with Christians about how atheists can be moral without having a higher power in God. But it was starting to get to the point now that whenever I would debate Christians, I couldn't genuinely and sincerely promote the idea that atheists were moral because not only was these pieces of trash making videos like that, but they were amassing hundreds of thousands of atheists who were watching, subscribing, and then replying to the videos and comments stating that they support it and endorse it. My God, it was a horror show. Christians had told me repeatedly whenever I was an atheist that they don't believe that atheists can have a moral foundation or even an objective one without God. 
And what was I supposed to say to all this? They had so many examples to choose from on why atheists were... Then another one came out, another non-believer, who I thought at first was a really good guy. He was a kid who used to do rants and riff inside of a garage. And he would end up being one of the more popular non-believers that ever existed, but he had absolutely no morals whatsoever. He did not care. He ended up running a bunch of schemes. He ended up getting a lot of money off of people uh, and committed a lot of fraud. There were atheists who were getting themselves in trouble, atheists who were getting put in jail. On the internet, atheists I once knew that are no longer on YouTube. And it just kept on getting worse. And then Google ends up buying YouTube. And then they decide that they want to promote the idea that anybody can get AdSense, anybody can make money. And then all of a sudden, all the nice atheists turned into these greedy-ass people who wanted to start as much drama and trolling as they possibly could. Why? Because the more drama, the more controversy, the more people came to watch their videos, and then they got paid for all the advertisements and every click they got. It seemed like around the time that Google bought it up, that's when YouTube just literally went down the tube. Google ends up removing this extremely powerful feature that made YouTube extremely fun. Some of you out there don't know this because you're new to YouTube, but there used to be a feature underneath all of our videos where people could post their videos and their video would show up underneath your video. People could post video responses. YouTube was the only company in the world that allowed that, where you could literally go to your video in the morning and see thumbnails of all these strangers or friends posting directly to you. It was so awesome because you could communicate with new people, make new friends, and on top of that, it promoted their videos for them, especially if you set it on auto-approval. And all these people, they would get views, and I loved it. I thought it was great. But as soon as Google took over, they changed the ability. They took away video responses, and they also... We used to have it to where when on our front of our YouTube channel, we could add our own background images, our own HTML, and make your page, your YouTube look as creative and artistic as you want. Now... The only thing you can do is add a banner, and everybody's page looks stagnant. So YouTube ends up taking away all creativity, all artistic things that everybody did with their channel and turned it into garbage. And they took away any features that connected people together. Well, so now people were desperate. Now, there wasn't easy ways for people to promote their videos. And they just went nuts. The atheist community turned into a lot of trolls, a lot of scummy people. And they would do and say anything. They would attack Christians on a repeated basis. And not in a way where they were cri like criticizing or arguing with people. 
It was just vicious attacks towards someone's character. Or people would deliberately try to dig up information on people that was behind the scenes having nothing to do with the internet, like where the people worked, what they were doing in their real life. People were getting a hold of people's ex-wives, ex-husbands, trying to find people's family members. Dropping docs was a big thing all the time. I had an atheist who was running a business a while back who decided that he wanted to drop my personal information and apparently he had a friend that was taking pictures of my wife as well as myself and decided to put it up on a website. This really scared the piss out of me like I would suspect anybody would be concerned if you were to see a website with pictures of your home, pictures of your family, all over the damn thing. Scared me. So I ended up making a video where I said, look, this business here is giving me problems. This atheist is running a business and he's dropping people's docs and he's taking pictures and he's doing all this stuff. Well, there were a few atheists out there that didn't like me. So they reported me to YouTube stating that I dropped docs, which I didn't. I just pointed out a business ran by an atheist that was doing that on a website to me. I was frightened. I was only a couple of years into YouTube. It caused me anxiety to see all this. And I felt like the only way I could get the person to stop because they were states away from me was to tell them, look, I know what your business is and I, I will do whatever I can to do legal charges against you for doing this. Well, it ended up causing me to lose my channel because Google didn't give a damn about investigating what was actually happening. They didn't care that I was being bullied and stalked and having all this crap happen. All they know is I made a video where I claimed that there was a, um, a business out there that had caused this kind of problem for me. So I ended up losing all the subs. However, later on, I'd make another channel. I got most, a majority of these people back anyway. And on top of that, I ended up getting a bunch more. But for whatever reason, some atheists out there, they decided to accuse me of doing a bunch of terrible things. They lied about me. They claimed that I did illegal things. They also made videos claiming that I was a violent person to my own family members and the crap just never ended with these people. I had another, an atheist woman who accused me of being a pedophile. And the atheist community went along with that. Even though there is absolutely no record of me ever doing anything like that. I had um, atheists claim that I was a domestic abuser. Because they dug into some crap that had to do with my mom and dad a long time ago. Remember, my father actually shares the same name as me, Brett Keen. So they decided to throw that all up there, and they don't realize that I'm not that old. If they were just to compare that I'm born in 1976, it couldn't possibly be me on the record, but nobody gives a damn about the actual truth of that. I literally would have probably been about five years old uh, on the documentation that they added. But who cares? Doesn't matter. Okay, so after going through all that kind of crap, 
and at the same time getting along really well with Christians. You got to kind of see it from my point of view here. I've got atheists who are trying to ruin my damn life. I got atheists who are trying to cause my family troubles. I got atheists who are making videos every fucking minute of the day, insulting the ever-living piss out of the way I look, the way I talk, everything. I went from being this popular guy to just being dissected along with a, about a couple hundred other non-believers that were vulnerable and uh, not wealthy non-believers like myself. And they were eradicating people and also doing this to Christians. As where, when I would hang out with Christians, I had people who were telling me, I love you, I care about you. Whenever I was suffering from bipolar manic depression, I had Christians who were willing to listen to me, talk to me, share with me the Bible, share with me their heart. And I became good friends with a whole lot of Christians. And I watched these same really kind and wonderful Christians being abused by the same clowns that were attacking me on a daily basis. So I started listening more and more and more to Christians. They said, Brett, why don't you try praying? Why don't you try asking God for help? Get away from this crap. This is not, you're not, you're better than what these people are doing. So I tried. And an, an irony happened to me. During this time, I ended up uh, having a really bad uh, thing happen to my family where I was paying this uh, guy. I was living in a house and paying this guy rent and everything. It was a rent-to-own type of uh, scenario. But the guy wasn't putting the money in the bank he was some, I guess he had some kind of workout with a bank one day we ended up getting some information in the mail stating that um, the bank had taken over and they were looking to foreclose and do a bunch of crap basically we were in the process of losing everything we had including our home so this scared the hell out of me. I wasn't quite ready to go over to Christianity or be a part of the God thing yet. I still had a lot of anger, a lot of healing, a lot of problems. However, because I was terrified of what was happening, there were two things I did that were out of character for me. I ended up making a video. I told the atheist community as well as the religious community my wife and I are going to lose our home. We have a daughter who has problems, and we don't know what to do. And we basically cried out for help. So what ends up happening is <laughs> some Christians, they end up sending some money. There were a couple atheists who actually sent some support. But it was only all together, if you combined all the money we got together, it was less than $300. Not enough to get a deposit, not enough to get a U-Haul, not enough to be able to put ourselves into a new place as the bank was going to take over. There was no way that we were going to get enough money to be able to save the house that we lived in. But then something tragic happened, even more ignorant than all of this. And this was one of the final straws for me. There was this prick about the name... I'll just, I'll give one word of what his name was. He called himself Blank Dope. 
a lot of atheists are going to know who he is. He ends up making videos claiming that nothing's wrong with me, that I'm not losing my home. He lies and says, I'll be fine, that I'm just trying to get money off of people. Basically, he narrates and represents me as someone who's trying to scam people. So, I might have been able to get some extra support from religious people in the atheist community and might have been able to preserve a lot of the things that I had and cared about. But because of this prick, a bunch of a person that wasn't even getting on camera to show themselves made a bunch of videos where they put clips of me in it and said all this crap and made up all these lies. People started making videos saying, oh, don't help Brett. There's nothing wrong with him. There's no issue. And my wife and I would eventually end up losing the house. We found ourselves on the street. So I ended up going down to the local churches because there ain't no damn atheist organizations in my little country town. I said to the churches, look, I got two kids. They all know, knew exactly who I was because I had gotten very popular and very famous as an atheist. I expected them to look at me and tell me, you disgusting piece of shit, get out of our church. But they didn't. Instead, they said, Brett, we love you. God loves you. Jesus loves you. I'm sorry for what's happening to you and your family. We are going to help you, though. Don't you worry. And the church helped. They helped me get first month's rent as well as uh, a deposit. And they ended up putting us in a, a small little house out in the woods. It was kind of far away from uh, stores and civilization. But it was better than us living on the street and having our children taken from us. Oh, I forgot to mention too. Before all this happened, there was a popular atheist I used to be friends with who decided one day while doing a live stream people asked him and he was my friend at the time said what do you think brett does for a living because i didn't like sharing what i do personally on the net because of all the aggravation i was dealing with with atheists and this idiot says on a live stream brett's a drug dealer when he did that a bunch of atheists ended up calling the police and child services and actually sent child uh, uh, protective services out to my home to investigate. I literally had child services come into my home, talk to my children, my sick daughter, and want to go through my damn house and investigate the living arrangements. Because an atheist friend ended up doing that to me, he lied, and told people that I was a drug dealer when he knew damn well that I did not have any interest in drugs and I told him the story about what happened to my friend who died from a drunk driver his only defense for it all the trouble that I had to deal with was oh I was just being edgy man I was just joking I didn't think anybody would take it seriously oh you just spew some bullshit out there to thousands of people and you don't think there's going to be any accountability or ramifications 
Well, aren't you special? To this day, ladies and gentlemen, the trolls, haters, that just so happen to be of the atheist community, use those old videos where I, my wife and I ask for help and still to this day try to narrate the idea that there was some kind of scam going. And you can clearly tell when you look at my videos that I do not even live in the same location anymore that I have had to move. This was years ago what happened. So a church helps me, Christians help me, Christians help me deal with my depression, Christians continue to show me love, Christians continue to be there for me, yada, 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 all the way down the line. So I start attempting to pray. I attempt to reach out. As my daughter's getting older over the years, I notice that she's doing just fine. I feel blessed. I feel like Maybe there is reason to have hope, and I'm getting stronger and stronger as a person. And I started feeling like God was coming into my life. I felt like I was getting away from all this darkness and evil and all this, and all these liars and pieces of trash. I prayed. And I started noticing that my life was starting to get better. It literally, big changes started happening in my life that were not happening before. Amazing things were happening. Amazing things were happening for my kids. Me and my wife, a beautiful marriage. We've been married for 25 years. After all this time, I was able to heal from some of the tragedies and losses that happened in my life, making new friends that actually cared about me and all that, and also starting to feel like no matter how hard life gets, God's going to be there for me. No matter how hard people try to hit me, no matter how many lies, no matter how much darkness the devil and his demons and his minions try to do to me, that God's got my back. It's an amazing feeling to know that no matter how tough things get, there's power there. That when you pray and you sincerely believe what you're talking about and you sincerely believe in God, that no matter where you find yourself in life, you never truly feel lost or without direction. You never feel as though your life has no value or that it's meaningless or without purpose. For the first time in my life, as I started to accept God, it's like a fog or a mist just kind of opened and I could see the road ahead. My whole life just kind of opened up. I still have depression from time to time. I still have bad thoughts every once in a while due to the fact I got bipolar manic depression. But it's a lot different nowadays. Every other day, whenever I was an atheist, I felt like I just wanted to end it all. 
not just because of what was happening to me in real life, but the crap that I was dealing with in social media, because I sincerely cared about these people, I cared. I had seen them at one point in time as a family. And then now I see them as, I probably shouldn't say it on video. I get a lot of people who say, Brett, why do you, why are you so irritated at non-believers? Why are you so hard with them for, well, hopefully besides hearing my testimony and about how prayer worked for me and how my health significantly improved. Also, I've noticed as I continue to get stronger and stronger in my faith, I've been able to take walks. I've been able to get in vehicles with my wife and be able to drive out on the highway. My son took me to go see Spider-Man and I had barely any anxiety whatsoever. As many of you know, I suffered from agoraphobia, which by the way, atheists have made fun of me for a long time because of this debilitating problem I had where I could not go many places because I was having anxiety and panic attacks from being out in open spaces like highways and all that. And they would make fun of me for this. What kind of people do that? But the more I got stronger with my faith in God, the more I felt better, the more I was able to control my temper as well as my stress level and anxiety. And I've been able to go places that I've not been able to do for years. When I was an atheist, I literally, I not only had agoraphobia, but I got major cabin fever because I couldn't get out of my home to go places to do things. Just going grocery shopping five miles down the road was too much for me because parking lots were too open or a highway was too open. But now I can go places. I can do things. I can't travel like all the way down to the city, but I'm able to at least enjoy the scenery and the surroundings of my town. I can walk down the road. I can walk down the circle. I can look at the sky and not feel like everything's turning upside down for me anymore. I just feel so much better. I feel like God has done a lot of things in my life. I feel a great deal of improvements. There are some times where I can go months and months without thinking once about wanting to end my life because of bipolar manic depression. When I was an atheist, it was every other damn day. I was just so lost. So lost. And none of these bastards tried to lift me up. None of them tried to edify me or do anything. And they would be the first to tell you, well, we're not religion. We're not supposed to, you know, it's not our job to give you hope or make you feel good. It's not our job to do anything that, you know, improves society or benefits. We're just laxers. We're lackers of believers and stuff. So, yeah, that's pretty much what the hell the deal is, ladies and gentlemen. Now, unfortunately, nowadays, 
I have discovered, sad to say, a lot of the great Christians that used to help me out and used to support me, unfortunately, quite a few of them have passed away or they simply stopped doing YouTube because they were hassled day and night by non-believers and now they don't want to do YouTube anymore. Hundreds of really great men and women have left YouTube because they got tired of the nastiness that was being done to them by atheists. So now, a lot of my Christian friends that I have are new people, like Ken Tobin, Matt Powell, and a few Christians out there who have gotten themselves pretty popular. There's not much of a Christian community at this point. There's like, I would say probably about 30 Christians out there, 90% of them do not communicate with the others. They're just personalities on the internet that do their thing, and then they go to church and turn off their computer. So in social media, it's kind of lonely whenever it comes to Christianity. It's not like it used to be. But when I do run into some of them, they're cool. Excuse me. They're, uh, when I first started to try to find some fellowship uh, with Christians, when a lot of these people ended up leaving or passing away, a lot of them were older people, um, I ended up getting associated with people like G-Man, Danny for Christ, Bon Helton, and some other people. And they turned out to be terrible. They were awful. They were more of a mess than me. And they ended up causing me more aggravation than good. And they were supposed to have been labeled religious. But Shani and Rev, they were the type of people who do drugs. And they're greedy and they're nasty, self-absorbed, narcissists, sociopaths. And most likely a couple elements of uh, psychopath as well. Both of them trashy people. And then... Of course, the other people that I cared about and tried to help. D-Man, he was... I don't even know how to describe what he's all about, but it wasn't... It's all about G-Man. It was never really about God. So... Yeah, unfortunately, in my time of being on YouTube, doing the whole going from atheism to Christianity thing, I ran into a couple pretty nasty, ridiculous religious people who had some health issues up here. But I I ran into tons and tons of ignorant-ass atheists. Thousands of them. And I can honestly say the atheists I've met that are decent, that are not crazy or ignorant or Nazis or pedophiles or pederasts or whatever the hell is wrong with these people, zoophiles... Hell, I talked to an atheist just a few days ago who sounded like a real sweetheart, and then he ended up telling me how he has a fetish where he would like to eat human flesh. That's actually on a live show I did. Sounded like a really nice guy, but if you get halfway through it, you're going to hear this guy actually licking his lips, talking about how he'd like to eat human flesh. Ugh. What can I say, folks? 
when I think back on it, I've had some atheists say they don't think that I ever truly was an atheist. And I really, really wish and hope that was the case. I would love to be able to say that I was never actually labeled that. But I was having a lot of problems in my life. I was very vulnerable. I was exploitable. And atheists took full advantage of that. At my darkest hour, Satan kicked me in the guts over and over and over. And I can honestly say if it wasn't for the Christians that did come into my life, and also the power of God and the light shone into my life, I would not be here today. I'd be dead. So that's why I am what I am today. That's why I'm God TV Radio. Brett Keen, willing to rock and roll with just about anybody, doing live shows, making videos, doing the radio, kicking ass for Jesus the best I know how. The only thing I'm missing at this point that would really please me, at least in social media, because I got a good wife, I got two fantastic children, my real life is decent, I still don't have the support of my family except for uh, my Christian grandfather. However, in social media, the only thing, if I could have something in social media, it wouldn't be fame, popularity, already been there, done that, wore the t-shirt, literally. I would like to find a good Christian community out there that I could fellowship with. I'd like to find a couple more Christians out there like I used to have in the past, that were there for me when I needed a friend. Right now, it's, mm, it's like that. It's like that. So, I hope you guys enjoyed the, uh, the history. Uh, there is a lot more. There's a lot of things I could tell you, but I don't want to get in trouble for hate speech i'll tell you what folks if you'd like to know more about my history and some of the trauma that i went through some of the aggravation due to social media as well as my real life i'm very open on the radio because i don't have people that can knock me down or flag me down or accuse me of some kind of hate speech or something if you want to hear everything just listen to my radio I feel as though I'm free to say and do whatever I want on my radio. So if you really care or you have an interest in it or you're just bored one day and you want to know, you can listen to me on Amazon. You can listen to me on Spotify. You can listen to me on the radio in your house, your consoles, your stereo. You Hell, you can listen to me on your way to work if you want to. It's awesome. Well, God bless, ladies and gentlemen. If you have any questions, comments will be open. We hope that you've been enjoying God TV Radio hosted by Brett Keen. When you get an opportunity, check out our public radio station. Check out our books, music, and art. You can also buy t-shirts if you would like to support us. If you don't want a t-shirt, you don't want books, you don't want music, well, you could always do a one-time donation through PayPal. Any support is appreciated. God bless.